Want to be in the podcast? Okay. Yeah, come on down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> uh, hey, how are you? Good. You ready? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> We're going to see 21 Bridges. Oh, is it good? Like it? He hates it. Yeah. All right. That's what I was leaning towards. All right. All right. Hey, I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And And this this better better be be good. good. Hey, you know what it is? It's the weekly podcast where Garrett and I review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. And this week we're seeing 21 Bridges. On the River Kwai. On the River Kwai in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. They've got a lot of bridges, you guys. Uh, an embattled NYPT detective is thrust into a citywide manhunt for a pair of cop killers! Oh, Ice tea. Yeah. <laughs> Who now plays a cop on TV? After uncovering a massive and unexpected conspiracy. Did you mean to mispronounce conspiracy? it? Conspiracy? Yeah. <laughs> I see stars, a conspire. Movie stars Chadwick Boseman, Sienna Miller, J.K. Simmons, a host of other people. Um, I. Ugh. We've been thinking about this movie since we first saw the poster. Yes. Because it's 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 kind of like Chadwick Boseman is not playing um, a historical T'Challa. figure or T'Challa. And then he also is uh, it's Joe and Anthony Russo are producing it, right? Are they? Yeah. That, that's the one thing I was like, oh, finally they're not involved in something Marvel. Either that or they wrote it, something like that. Oh, yep. They're two of the producers, not yeah. executive producers, but yeah. two producers. Yeah. So producers. So. That's the one thing that I was like, okay, maybe this will be good. And then we saw the trailer, it, and it I was looks, like, it looks this movie, by the book. It looks like a throwback to like yeah. early 2000s, like Man on Fire, Training Day, or anything Denzel was Trader. in. Trader. <laughs> Do you remember Trader with Don Cheadle? I don't. Yeah, exactly. That was the first date <laughs> with uh, my high school girlfriend at the time, and... Uh, who boy, I barely, I don't remember a scene in that movie hmm. because it was that forgettable. But I own it on DVD. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It was a dollar on a Black Friday one time. I don't know. But that's that's what this seems like to me. So it doesn't seem memorable, um, but it could be like escapism. I mean, it. I don't know. Meanwhile, I remember pretty much every scene of, uh, uh, what's that movie with... Uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger. What is that? Escape Plan? <laughs> yeah. I remember everything in that movie. I don't remember anything <laughs> about that Dude, movie. Dude, that movie is, like, legit. It's fun. It's well, very fun. As mediocre as this movie has the potential to be, Chadwick Boseman, I feel like, has the ability to elevate crap. Yeah. I mean, he made that James Brown movie is watchable because of Chadwick Boseman. That's right, yeah. And because James Brown's a pretty interesting guy, but... Okay. I think, it's, to me, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be weird seeing Chadwick Boseman not... Like, this is the first time, I think, on screen that he's just being able to be himself on screen. Well, he has his actual uh, voice. He's Does not... he? Or is he doing a New York accent? Oh, that's true. But it's still American. Yeah, but I mean, he's... What if, I just want to... I want a movie where Chadwick Boseman can just do his regular voice. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done one yet. Have you heard him talk? In interviews, it's weird. Yeah, it's it is It's fucking weird. jarring, man. Yeah, it's very jarring. I'm like, you're not African in this real-life <laughs> scenario? This interview? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. I was disappointed when they didn't cast him as Harriet Tubman, honestly. Oh, I just my God. Feel like <laughs> Which we haven't even seen that movie. I don't want to. Yeah, we I've won't. Heard, I don't want to. We won't. A lot, of my, uh, a lot of my black friends are like, this movie's wildly inaccurate and uh, <laughs> assaulting to black people. Of course it is. I was like, I'm going to pass. This movie does seem like a 2000s kind of throwback. Doesn't it? Like Born Identity kind of thing. Like, yeah. Like that action romp. But also 90s. So my big question that comes up is, is it going to be like Gemini Man, where it's a movie that is now, but it's stuck in the 90s? Is this going to be... 
stuck in the 2000s or is it going to like kind of heighten to be like reflecting of today and kind of I mean I think interesting. The, I think the only way that they're going to have it be reflecting of today is just the idea of like first of all a black police officer in 2019 that's, yeah that's as is, far as you could probably make it is like I mean cops aren't the most well liked people in the black community right now and as far as having it in 2019 maybe that's some, some sort of commentary they can work in through that or how you have to deal with that and the thing is you bring that up and my fear is they're going to be like they're going to touch on it and then they're going to be like never mind back to the plot like <laughs> it's going to not even be a thing they're trying to be it's, it's weird to release like this kind of because this is like a kind of a 2010s popcorn flick, but it's in 2019 in December. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, um, it is. It, I feel like this movie got shifted around a lot in release date because we started hearing about it what? Like three 2018? months ago, something like that. No, no not like, 2018. It was like late 2018, and oh, then it, okay. like because the poster's been up at like the uh, the old the old celebration that we went to the uh, the IMAX. Mm. Poster was up there for a long time, and mm. then I'm like, when is this movie coming out? And then finally, kind of. The release date got announced, kind of. Like, I feel like we didn't hear about this, and all of a sudden, now it's here. Yeah, and it's also flown under the radar. I mean, this is like a weird dumping period for movies, because we've got Jumanji next week, and then we've got Star Wars for that. It's like, nobody... Who really wants to release a film right now? Like, it's not really a good time. You've got big movies. You've got no Marvel, so there is that. Luckily, you don't have that competition. Yeah. But then there's also Oscar bait season. So it's like, well, this definitely isn't falling in that category. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 like one of those movies where you're like, we're going to see it because we have to see a movie every week, and it's like, this is the one we're gonna see, and it's it's fine. I like Chadwick Boseman. I like J.K. Simmons. I'm excited to see Keith David in a movie. I love Keith David. Yeah, guy's great. It's just, uh, I mean, you know, we wanted to see. There's other ones that we wanted to see. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, everybody, everybody Queen keeps asking me about yeah, Jojo Rabbit, too. and I'm like, I haven't, I don't have time. <laughs> we, <laughs> we did have uh, uh, Simon, Simon, uh, one of my buddies from New York. Uh, he said Midway. You have to see Midway. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he liked it, but he's like a he's a military guy. Oh yeah. So he, I think he kind of likes that. Um, the, the story at least or it's that bad that he wants us to shit on it so I don't know uh, but hey, that's man. another one in the tank if oh we have and, a pay- and Queen and Slim of course oh yeah Queen like, and Slim but you know I mean maybe maybe Daniel will get nominated again for an Oscar and uh, I'm sure he will we'll, I mean yeah we'll get to see him in, in that when it comes around because we do have we'll, we will have the, the preliminary or the not preliminary um, the weeks where we'll have to go see Oscar movies so. yeah yeah um, I don't think anything else is really... Com- I mean, Jumanji's next week, and then Star Wars, and... Yeah, I don't think... What, what else do you have to say on this movie? Uh, bold predictions? Well, well, yeah. We got a, yeah. Everyone's new favorite... Uh, here, we, here we go. Here's, time for everyone's new favorite segment. Bold predictions! That's <laughs> <laughs> how I say it. It's like a cartoon character. Yeah, that's right. All right, a bold prediction for this film. I've got a pretty big bold prediction. It's going to be the most cliche early 2000s action film bold prediction. My bold prediction is... Uh, J.K. Simmons, who plays the police captain or police chief or whatever in this movie, J.K. Simmons is secretly a bad guy in this movie. Okay. That's my bold prediction. Um, okay. That's a good one. I was going to say something along those lines, but, like, predicting the bad guy. But, man. my Okay. This is really out there, so I know I'm going to lose automatically. But hit, the plot is his dad was also a cop, right? And yeah. his dad died. I believe so. His dad's not dead. He's the bad guy. Ooh. That is a a bold prediction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Do you want to do... Before we go to the break, I want to talk about two trailers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you want to do trailers? Um, So, Black Widow. Marvel has been super silent for a very long time. Yeah, Um, since that big uh, announcement 
of all the slate. Disney Plus stuff, yeah. yeah. Also, interesting fact, did you know that there are seven Marvel films that aren't on Disney Plus? Yeah, because they're still tied up in negotiations with Netflix. So there's it's Thor Ragnarok, stupid. there's uh, Avengers Endgame. It's all, it's because these things... Endgame's these, on Disney Plus. It's um, uh, Infinity War? Infinity War's not. These, all, these things got signed, so there's... And I think Endgame is on Netflix as well. Maybe, so maybe it's just Disney Plus holding on to these certain things. Like they're like, we're gonna release them when we want to. Which, <laughs> by the way, it is Disney. Are you surprised? Uh, the Marvel Vault. Also, yeah, the Marvel Vault. Oh my God. Which is funny because mm. they're all available on Blu-ray right now. The Marvel. Wow. Come on. <laughs> wow, that was pretty great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's because like if they still are on Netflix or any of these other streaming services, it's because they're tied up in um, you know legally binding documents, so they have to be allowed to stream them then. Yeah. So there's that. So they finally released the trailer for Black Widow, which uh, we they don't. So in the D23 trailer, which happened at the Disney Expo that happened a couple months ago, it is revealed that this movie takes place after Civil War. So when I when they first announced the Black Widow trailer, I thought like pre Shield like prequel. Oh wow, that's no. what I thought. Like I didn't think it was gonna be like in the middle of the Infinity Saga. Yeah, which is where it is because apparently she oh, went off yeah. a detour and did her own thing. Yeah, I did know about this. Um, I did not. I did yeah. not know that. I did know it would be after Civil War. Um, I forgot until you just told me again. But I did know. Did you watch the trailer? I did. Yeah. What do you think? Um, it looks. It looks more by the numbers than this movie that we're seeing today does. It I, does. It does not look good. Whoa. It looks fine. And it's another thing where I'm like, who is doing the trailers? Like the reveal that, spoiler if you don't want to see the trailer, but just skip ahead 30 seconds, um, that Florence Pugh is her sister and that David Harbour is her dad. I mean, that's a huge, that's already in, been announced in the plot. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's that's not a spoiler. I guess, but that's like in the synopsis. They Ugh. already say that he plays um, what is it called? The red blah blah blah. Yeah. Yada yada guy. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well. I think it looks fine. It looks to me more like um, uh, a Winter Soldier, because it's yeah. kind of a more grounded superhero movie. Yeah, like yeah, Winter yeah. Soldier, despite the fact that Captain America's in it, it's still a pretty grounded superhero. Now, who's film. directing it? I don't know. So, I do not. So know. not the Russos. No, they said they don't. They only come back if they do um, Secret Wars. They yeah. come back. Which they better. I feel like they will. They're we, young guys. They have to it. do Secret Wars. Um, uh, yeah. So he's looking up the director. I don't know. Kate I mean, Shortland. Oh, it's a chick. It'll be good. It's a chick. <laughs> Filmography. Um, a bunch of small films I've never heard of. Lore, Berlin Syndrome, and Smilf on Showtime. Okay, so maybe it's going to be another situation where they kind of just control. Well, no, I mean, they've always, I mean, they've had a good track record of just bringing in unknown directors. Yeah, but they do that to control them, like to tell them what they want. To an extent. Like, the director's basically a conduit for what Marvel Disney wants. Except for with Thor Ragnarok. Well, that's because Taika Waititi is not, like, he's independent, but he's also, like, established in cult films. Yeah. He, people have heard of him. No one has heard of her. I don't know. I, I think, I don't, I mean, well, aside from what we do in the shadows, there wasn't much that he had done before He'd that. done a lot of TV stuff, hadn't he? Maybe, but I mean, he wasn't super well known. No, he's not super well known. I mean, not like, not like he is now. But enough people know who he is. And he, like, maybe he, well, also this comes into it too, is to have a honed vision as a director. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like if Scorsese did one, like, after Mean Streets. It's like, oh, he knows what he's doing. 
You know, I, I don't know any of these movies that she's done. Here's the problem with having to direct this film is you have to direct a movie that's smack dab in the middle of 20 other films. Yeah. Which means that you have a lot of shackles on you now of things you can do character-wise. You're also just describing what I'm saying. It's like the con- there, she's a conduit for what Disney... Like, she has to do a certain thing. because Right, but I mean, like, she doesn't have to... I mean, I don't see a whole lot of, like, Kevin Feige reaching his hand in the cookie jar and being like, no, no, change this, change this, change this. I feel like, except for Edgar Wright, most directors have always, like, praised, like, working with Marvel and how they're able to cooperate with them. Yeah. So, I mean... But, so, the, but the idea of, like, having to do a movie that's, like, all this stuff that happens before and after is so well-known, that's gotta suck as a director. I would hate to have to do that. Yeah. Um, so... But I like the trailer. To, to it looks to fine. It. it doesn't look really good. But um, Taika Waititi, Eagle vs. Shark. Did you ever see that? Mm. It's really good. Independent film. Um, Flight of the Concords. He directed an episode. Or four episodes, sorry. Uh, there's a movie called Boy. Um, and then... Let's see here. Just oh. a couple other things. And then uh, What We Do in the Shadows. The Inbetweeners, Super City. He directed episodes of this. But yeah, I mean, he he would also be that kind of thing where. But it, it is Looks like a like smaller time. It doesn't matter. So yeah, I mean, the movie looks fine. It looks fine. It, I guess it's like a starter for the new phase, but it's also inside of phase two, right? Three. Phase three. Winter Soldier's phase three. Yeah, because phase four is. I'm pretty sure it's phase three. So, why didn't they do it before? It's also interesting, like, why... And, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. They want us to bring Iron Man back? I don't know. <laughs> Is he in it? I don't know, but he probably will be. Oh, jeez. Well, that's a, that's a cameo that's uh, being held. Which, speaking of, there's another movie trailer that came out literally today at the time mm. of recording. No Time to Die, the new Bond movie. No I am a huge James Bond fan, and I incredibly regret watching this trailer because it blows a lot of things mm-hmm. that should have been revealed in the goddamn movie. And once again, it's not the director's fault. It is the marketing team. Marketing teams all across the world should be fired immediately because they are the worst pieces of shit on the planet. <laughs> they are so terrible at advertising a film because everyone that's going to see a James Bond okay. movie okay. is everybody no that is into James Bond. No, You're not recruiting any new people to go see it. Right? Yeah. You're not recruiting children. They have a built-in audience. There's no need for them to like blow their load in Dude, the first trailer. It's PG-13. The only people there's no PG-13 kid that is going in to watch the fucking new James Bond movie. You know who is? Oh, the parent that has seen the James Bond movies and then brings their kid to it. Obviously, he's going to go see it. She's going to go see it. You don't need to recruit any new people. And putting those spoilers in there is not going to make Oh, now I got to see it because Blowholes in it. You know, it's you, you got to you gotta space out your things. Yeah. Oh god, it really fucking upsets me. I didn't want to be angry on the pod today, but apparently it came out when I talked about James Bond. Yeah, Garrett so. came in here, came in here hot in a good mood today. Yeah, I did. And then you thought about James Bond. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, I'm still gonna see it. Like, I'm not gonna not see it now because something's blown. But I know that in the trailer, my eyes got big because I didn't know that a certain someone was gonna be in it, and then. I'm like, oh shit, I'm watching the trailer right now. God damn it. Like, I know in the movie, if you and I would have seen it together, I would have just, I would have started hitting Mike on the arm and been like, oh my God, ah! I would have started shaking. <laughs> I'd have been so happy. But now I was I was in bed, just propped up by a pillow, watching it, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like just immediate upset. I don't know, man. Ugh. All right. What'd you think? 
Um, I thought <clears throat> I enjoyed the trailer, but I'm disappointed in how much it gave away. Yeah. Like it's a, the movie looks good. It does. It looks really good. Uh, Daniel Craig looks like he gives a shit again. Yeah. Um, like given a performance. Yeah, like it looks good, but it's just yeah, there's just way too much in that trailer. Like, yeah. don't give that stuff away. There's, I mean, they do the bad guy reveal halfway through the trailer. Mm-hmm. They do the, well, they do the first bad guy reveal at the beginning of the trailer. The main bad guy reveal in the middle of the trailer. Yeah. The other big reveal that you got excited about, like the first what, thirty seconds? It's like probably forty-five seconds in, I think. Yeah, it's just. But I, my my prediction is that they're doing an Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Um, which, if you don't know that movie, which you probably don't, but the so Bond gets married in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, and then at the end, his bride is killed by Blofeld. So, I think what is happening in this movie is that you're led to believe that Madeline Swan, who is the woman that he ends up with, Inspector, dies in the beginning, and then later in the trailer, she's revealed to still be alive. That that is my assumption that what was happening. So in the movie, when you're watching it, you're supposed to be shocked, just like James fucking Bond is when he sees her come around the corner again. And then also he's talking to goddamn Blofeld in the fucking trailer. And you're like, what, what, guys? Yeah. There should have been a spoiler warning for the trailer. They really, they really should do spoiler alerts for trailers. If they're going to give away major plot points in the trailer, they should do spoiler alerts. What do alerts. you guys think about that? Spoiler alert for trailers. What do you think about that? I think I think either that or we just stop watching trailers altogether. We stop putting them in here. We just give a slight synopsis. I, I'm, I'm so done with marketing and advertising, I can't even tell you. I should put a, the Bill Hicks joke in right now about marketing. If you guys were, if you work in marketing and advertising, kill yourselves. There's no joke coming. I sincerely, uh, it it really it, it's it's very frustrating. <clears throat> Let's rate this bad boy. All right, there's the signature sip. <sighs> Juice. Both, um, both signatures. <laughs> um, arbitrary rating, Garrett. Um, I'm gonna give this. I don't even know. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna go halfway. I'm gonna give it a fiver. I'm gonna give it a five. Oh god, I can't think of a line from Black Panther, but I really want to. Oh god, what what's something that Forrest Whitaker says? <laughs> the bl- the the earth shaped ib. Oh no. It, the Blick Pinta. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. Ready? You guys, here we go. I'm happy again. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to give it five. The powers of the Black Panther have been stripped away. <laughs> Out of ten. <laughs> Look at that flourish of the arm. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think I'm on the same page with you. Uh, I think it's going to be very middle of the road, just like kind of meh. Maybe we'll be maybe we'll be pleasantly surprised, but I'm not super sure. But I'm gonna give it a five. Uh, Ibabe. Yeah. Out of ten. He loves saying that. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you gonna hear an ad and then the trailer, and we'll be back in just a minute. Your father died protecting this city. He taught you to follow your conscience in an often cruel world. What happened? Worst day in 18 years. How many cops? Eight. Why were they here? They responded to a robbery. Shots fired! Shots fired! Officer down! 
Automatic weapons, two shooters. They have training. How old were you when your father's captain came? I asked for you for a reason. I will find out. We just killed cops. You need to run. We gotta move fast. Cars not ours, plates are stolen. If we don't catch these guys in the next three or four hours, they vanish. How are you gonna do this? Close the island. Got 21 bridges in and out of Manhattan. Shut them down. Three rivers, close them. Four tunnels, block them. Stop every train and loop the subways. Then we flood the island with blue. Mask on, Scott. Get mask on. None of this makes sense. The bid was for 30 keys. We walked into 300. Mask on, They'll have to open Manhattan by morning. Eight dead policemen is one thing, but the stock market losing billions of dollars is quite another. This whole thing is filthy. You know what I mean? You gotta be to move 300 kilos of cocaine. Oh my God. What is going on here? I just need the truth, that's all. They told me you were fearless. The guy who kills cop killers. Sees his dad and every cop who dies. Nobody approach him. He's mine. Police, out of the way. Move. They're not gonna escape this island. You're the only cop tonight who speaks first and shoots second. I will find out why the night happened. This water still tastes weird. Does this water taste weird? No. Since like day one, it's tasted weird to me. I've never thought that. Do you think the water tastes weird? I was joking earlier when I said that. Yeah, I said like, remember the first time I came in here, I said the water tastes weird? Mmm. It tastes weird, right? Is this from a gun or from the thing? It's, it's like it's, it's like fluoride like, or something. Can, uh, it's like cream soda. It's like a syrupy. It's like cream soda. Yeah, I like it. I don't care. I've just got a perfect palate. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Perfect palate. I have a, I do have a great palate. I don't. I smoke, so I'm just like. Yeah. It's funny. I since I smoked started smoking the roll your owns. I can like my taste is still like I can smell if someone you know shit their pants. I can still smell and taste very well. Already, uh, I tasted the vanilla cream soda. Okay. okay. Hey, welcome back. Uh, you just heard uh, you know, the trailer and the ad, and we just saw 21 bridges. On the River Kwai. And you can tell there's 21 bridges because they show all of them at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of uh, sweeping landscapes of New York City. Like they gave us literally, what, 17 establishing shots, all of them of bridges. Um, I counted, there was not 21. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, want me to go first or you want to go first? I mean, you can go first. I liked the movie. You did? I liked it. Um, Interesting. It wasn't amazing. It didn't blow me away. It was pretty yeah. by the numbers. Um, I think for me, what I liked the most about it was just Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I thought he was very commanding on screen. He really demanded Agreed. your attention. I liked that character. I would like to see another movie with that character in it. I'd like to see a more original movie with that character. Yes. I would like to see like a movie where he's actually being a... Because they show that he's a very good detective in the yeah. movie. I'd like to see a detective film with that yes, character. That's what I was hoping for. And then we just get kind of an action movie. It was pretty by the numbers. But I mean, by the numbers in a good way. I mean, if it ain't broke kind of idea. Like, what I'm saying is, like, 
I like all the tropes that are in this movie, except for the one I told you about. But I mean, I like those kinds of movies. Yeah. And like, they didn't do anything wrong. They didn't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. It was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, all right, cool. I'm having fun. I was, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm along the same lines. It's just like I was bored. There's another movie called Run All Night with Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that one? Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that one? I liked it. Yeah, I think I like that one more. But, I mean, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Run All Night, uh, Liam Neeson dies. But it's revealing that he's he's dying in the first scene, basically. So it like, yeah. goes back. But I think he dies, although I can't I can't remember. Anyway, I, don't, I don't remember a lot about that. Um, I, I remember liking that one because it seemed like it was something different, but it was still of the same caliber. This, to me, seemed like it was completely the same you could predict everything like all these little things that are being revealed you're just like yeah okay just show me how that's happening and then we can wrap this up in 20 minutes yeah that is the annoying part is like I mean they, they show their hand at the beginning of the film like yeah. the, the, the for anybody who doesn't know it's a movie about um, these two guys rob a place that has a stash of cocaine uh, a bunch of cops show up they end up killing a bunch of cops and they're on the run for the rest of the movie yeah, and Chadwick Boseman plays a detective who has to catch them but the cops show up unprovoked yeah the cops showed up very obviously going to buy that cocaine yeah. and transport so I mean, at the very beginning of the movie I'm like okay this just, they're all corrupt cops like it was pretty obvious yeah. but then they play it like spoiler a, alerting or what I mean, it's in the trailers yeah, that's true um but, yeah. the, but the hey, should we have spoilers for trailers? We well, talked about that earlier. Well, we'll have a poll up on the, when you watch this episode. There'll be a poll up on our fan page where you can vote whether or not you think that there should be spoiler alerts before trailers nowadays. Because a lot of trailers. Did you watch this episode? Watch, listen. You can watch with your eyes. Just watch the little thing tick by. No. Um, but um, but I'm not giving away any major deaths or crazy things yet. I'm just saying that there's corrupt cops in this movie. Yeah. But, I mean, it's given away at the beginning, and then they kind of pretend like you don't know the whole movie. Yeah, it's very annoying. And it's like, yeah, we get it. Like, they're all they're corrupt cops. They're pieces of shit. We get it. We get it. They're cops. We don't like cops anymore. Um, I really I really don't. But, yeah, that's the oh, another thing I didn't like about this movie is just I only liked Chadwick Boseman. I yeah. barely liked Michael. Um, oh, the, the robber. The one of the robbers. Yeah, I didn't like him at all. Because um, he's a fucking cop killer. Well, like, I... Well, he didn't He's, actually kill any cops. No, he didn't. He killed... He killed the one bouncer he, guy who tried to he attack shot, him. And it was in self-defense. And then he killed the bouncer, yeah, yeah. But um, but I just didn't like the fact that there were no other non-irrehensible... Irrehensible. Hold on, you stop. I'll try it. Reprehensible. Irreprehensible. That's not a word. That there weren't any reprehensible characters? Irreprehensible? I don't think that's a word. We're looking it up. Mike's looking it up, everybody. Irreprehensible? No, I don't think that's a word. Like, it's like, um, there's another word that people use all the time. <clears throat> Misunderestimate? Irreprehensible. Not reprehensible. Rehe- rehe- oh, God. Not wow. reprehensible. Rep- rep- not reprehensible. Free from blame or reproach, conduct in all respects, irreprehensible. So irreprehensible. I have a degree okay. in English. I know words. Wow. <laughs> you can't fucking pronounce them for Don't need to pronounce them. Sake. I know they exist. Um, oh, wow. All right. There are no characters in this movie, aside from Terry Boseman, that are irreprehensible. And it's really annoying because you don't want to root for anybody because they're all pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, that's that, true. That was, my, that was my, one, of my, one of my bigger complaints. Um, uh, and that's still spoiler-free-ish. Yeah. But, um... My, yeah, it was a fine, okay movie. It was a fine movie. Um, one thing that I did notice was there's a lot of... Uh, for me, it was mostly um, <clears throat> the filmmaking standpoint that really took me out of it a lot. Like, hold on, I gotta sneeze. <clears throat> and it went away. Um, All right. Sneeze got jealous. See, or shy. <laughs> wow, you really should re- have your degree revoked. 
I don't irreprehensible is a word, so. Um, no, but the, uh, the uh, CGI helicopters, it really took me out every time that you no, saw no, one. Um, and then, uh, what's the other thing? There oh, was, the pictures? The army pictures? Yeah, there was like really bad photoshopped army pictures. I don't get why in movies you can't just... Give them army costumes to take pictures of them. There's so like, many movies where they're, they're photoshopped into these pictures. It was like green screen, and then on top of that, they photoshopped, photoshopped these guys two face. guys together. You'll see it in a lot it's, of movies where they'll talk about some people who are in a war together, and they'll show a picture of them in war together. Yeah. And it'll be the two characters that are in the film, and it'll be pictures, and you can tell it's photoshopped over other army guys. Yeah. And they always do that in movies. I don't know why they do it. Or let's say they, that it's two people married or whatever, and then they have a, a kid, and yeah. then like, the kid's de-aged version of themselves now. And you're like, why are you even doing this? Just, just take real pictures of people. Just get a real whatever. Get a real life kid. <laughs> but there was that, and then there's also a lot of times where someone is like, it, it's it's the two shot, right? So the two shot in film is you have two different cameras and they're over each other's shoulders. Mm. So they're matching the shots. So they had that a lot in this movie where they'd flip from camera to camera, but uh, ADR is a, what is it? Audio digital... Replacement. Replacement, yeah. So, um... But that is when people put lines over the film that's already been shot. But that's exactly what's happening in this movie a lot. And their lips are not matching up at all with what they're saying. And it, it's it's funny to me. That from the over-the-shoulder angle, you From mean? the over-the-shoulder angle. So you can watch their lips and they're like, I hated her. But it looks like it's saying... So it's completely different. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it just, it doesn't like take me out of it, but it makes That's me... That's something you can't really avoid in filmmaking, though. It's been done pretty well in a lot of things, but it happens in every scene in this movie. I just think the idea is most people most people are focused on the person who the camera's pointing at, not the person who's I think that's shoulder. the reason that you can get away with it, but me being a dumb, a dumb old perfectionist, I'm like, oh, we got to make sure the lips are moving correctly. Man, you're like a, you'd be like Stanley Kubrick on set. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do 56 I w- takes. <laughs> I mean, well, that, that wouldn't have to be done until later. I mean, all you have to do is, okay, here's how you fix the ADR problem. Don't change the dialogue. What if you come up with better dialogue? Then don't change the dialogue because it's not going to match the lips or make it so it does. The bad lip readings that you've seen, yeah. right? Those all match completely. Yeah, but the most of the time the they're talking the gibberish, thing. though. <laughs> What? Most of the time they're talking gibberish. Oh, yeah, but you're just saying random words. But at the same time, I mean, what the person is recording on set is the the line itself. So if you have better dialogue, sure, fine, but figure out a better way to edit it. I don't know. It's This is literally for the 1% of yeah. the population that's affected by it. I just think it's funny to watch. So if you're watching a movie and you see an over-the-shoulder shot and you're looking at the back of someone on the right side of the frame and you're looking at the front of somebody else on the left side of the frame, watch the person on the don't right side Don't watch the person of the on the right side of the frame. You won't have no, as good a time. Watch you will the, not have as good a time. Fuck it. Go ahead. <laughs> you're like, I mean, you know, I'm trying to get a joke out, but that's fine. Go ahead. You got it, baby. Take over. <laughs> People got to remember to enjoy films, too. That, I, I'm saying it's funny. All right. All right, go ahead. I didn't even notice it. Cool. <laughs> it's funny to watch. This is a very contentious podcast. I, I mean, it wasn't until just this moment. That was it? That was the thing that I thought made so. it <laughs> I, I was, like, building towards it. Th- I had all the words correct, and I thought we were going good, and then you said, don't do that. I'm like, oh, well, I had a, I had a joke coming, but... You could have finished the joke. But I tried, and then you kept talking over it. You want to take a minute? You want to take no, a break? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm totally good, but I'm... Go ahead. Take over. You got it. Woo! All go right. Ahead. I'm just saying it's a funny thing. That's all I was saying. All right. Cool. 
All right, everybody, a little lover's quarrel here on no. This Better Be Good. What did you like about the movie? I thought it was good. It was entertaining. I wasn't bored. Um, I told you to go ahead. I did. I did my whole thing already. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I thought it was uh, fine. Uh, I don't know if I liked Sienna Miller in it. Uh, yeah, I could have taken her leaving her. If, I feel like it could have been anybody else. Uh, she had like a weird Boston accent, even though it was taking place in New York. Um, it's pro- it's not that big of a difference of an accent, but uh, I don't know. I like that. Um, it the action was fine. Any of the fight scenes, those were good. I thought there were um, two really good moments of tension in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the. Um, the scene where they, where Chadwick Boseman, Andre, and um, Rhea, no, not Rhea, what was her name? I can't even remember. Sienna Miller's character. Um, they're chasing uh, Michael and Ray, who are the two cop killers, through the meatpacking district. Oh, yeah. I thought that whole scene where um, Chadwick Boseman goes upstairs to hunt Ray. Or not oh, hunt that, was all, Ray. that was all really good. I yeah, like yeah. that. Um, and then uh, towards the end of the film, uh, spoiler alert, I guess we'll, oh, I guess we'll get some spoiler stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll give a spoiler alert. If you want to, uh, you know, watch 21 Bridges, uh, go away from the podcast, take a, me- take a minute, uh, watch the movie, come back to us. And, uh, but now some, a little bit of spoilers. Um, and the spoiler is pretty easy to say. Uh, 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 everybody, except for Tabitha Bozeman's movie, is uh, terrible, and they're all corrupt cops. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Including my, um, the first time I got my uh, bold prediction correct. Bold prediction. That J.K. Simmons was the mastermind of it all. Yeah, Ooh. and my bold prediction is not even close. The opening possible. scene, I'm like, I, The yeah. opening <laughs> scene, it's the funeral. Yeah, I knew for a fact. I mean, I the funeral, I'm pretty sure, is in the, uh, the trailer. So I, I just said it because I thought it was funny. But, uh... But yeah, so they're all like, the, there's this big showdown at J.K. Simmons' house when Chadwick Boseman finds out that they're all corrupt and stuff. But that's the thing, too, is you don't even know it's going to be a showdown. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that aspect of it. The, I feel like the movie really kind of, um, like, it would take these tropes, but it would slightly spin them on their head. But not enough to where it's like, oh, this is a new type of movie. Yeah. It's all just very like, ah, we'll put a little tweak here, we'll spin this groove here. It did have a couple of moments of brilliance, I would say. Yes. Um... Like the whole the whole end scene, I didn't know where it was going when he got to because you know J.K. Simmons comes home after this long manhunt, yeah. And uh, Tyler Bozeman's in his house and he's got a gun pointed towards him. And you're like, okay, where's this gonna go? In my mind, I'm like, I thought Chad, J.K. was gonna try to kill Chadwick and then he would kill him and that'd be the end of the movie. I thought so. That's too. what I thought. But then you get this sneak attack from all the other corrupt cops and there's a shootout in the house and there's this tense shootout like through a wall and it's just it was good. It was it was a good way to end the film. It was very satisfying. And at least, I think at least the door opened for, I don't know if this movie's going to do super well financially. But, no. Um, and it, critically, it's not doing the best. like 59 Metascore or something, something like that. Something like that. But um, I would love to have seen this character in another movie. I'm, maybe, probably never will, but. I mean, it's a better movie than Murder on the Orient Express, and that's getting a fucking sequel, so. I mean, The Equalizer got two movies. I mean, The Equalizer was good, though. And I think The Equalizer 2, we saw it on the pod, it wasn't that bad. No, it was fine. But I mean, yeah. like, it was, I feel like it was the same kind of film. Yes. Um, and But I mean, it, it must have done really well at the box office. Except Chadwick Boseman is not, uh, does not have Asperger's. What? That's does what, Denzel uh, Washington have Asperger's? Not Denzel, but uh, the character in Equalizer, doesn't he? Does he? I thought so. Or he's like, he oh, does. he's got like a um, obsessive compulsive. Yeah, he's a little OCD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's super OCD. You're yeah, right, yeah, that's right. 
Sorry, um, sorry. There's a big difference between Asperger's and OCD. What is Asperger's sorry. exactly? Um, it's like you're good with numbers. I don't know. It's uh, no, isn't that autism? Well, some forms of autism. They're all. It's all topsy turvy to me. I don't yeah. know. I don't take time to Google things. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It was a fine film. Uh, would I see it again? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. If it's on TV, I might not turn it off. I have a feeling it's going to be like Trader, the Don Cheadle film from fucking, I don't know, 2004 or whatever it was for me, because it's it's the same, maybe it was like 2008, I think it was. That's a long, wow. Uh, but it's the same, I, I don't remember a thing from that movie, and I feel like in, you know, 10 years, I won't remember anything from this movie. Right. So, it's I mean, it's, it's an interesting it's question, too, because Chadwick Boseman, all of his movies have been successful. Yeah. Um... Now the question is, is it him, or is it because people want to go learn about James Brown? People want to learn about Jackie Robinson. People want to go to a Marvel film. I think this movie is like the real first test to what kind of star power he actually does have. No, I think this movie failed because it's it was shifted around so much in the release production. Like they they kept pushing the release date. Like when New Mutants was announced, mm. there was a big chunk of hype for that movie. Yeah, and it got delayed and delayed and delayed. And now was there a date on that poster? April 2020. It's supposed to finally come out in April. But here's the deal. I've talked to multiple people who say that it's not coming out. They're mm. like, oh, it got shelved forever. I'm like, no, no, no. It has an official release date now. And then they're like, no, it's not true. So genuinely, people who are fans don't know that it's coming out. So if you're a fan of Chadwick Boseman, odds are you didn't even know that this movie came out. By the time it comes out, it's going to be in theaters for two weeks. You're going to miss it. No one's going to see it. It's already moved in two days, moved back to three theaters in this theater. Exactly. So. Which means hopefully Queen and Slim comes through here. I mean, maybe. Not it, that it matters. We got two movies and stuff to see. Yeah, Jumanji. Now, ah, well. Should we rate this sucker? Yeah. Like I said, I think it was fine. Hit all the right buttons. Didn't do anything crazy, super shabamly and wham, wham, wham out of the box. I think Chadwick Boseman's performance really raises the rating for me. Um... I think this movie does prove that the guy can carry a film, and he's very commanding on screen. Yeah, it's just he's, a, he's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll give it a six. That's where I'm leaning. Six, um... Oh, uh, six. Thank God we finally got to see Taylor Kitsch die on screen out of ten. <laughs> yeah, he was awful. Um, I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to go the same route as you. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad movie, per se. I think it's slightly better than... A, Fine movie. It's good. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same route and give it a six. I'm gonna give it a six. Um, bullets through the eye. Oh yeah, that poor guy. Because of the door viewfinder out of ten. Gotta make that thing bulletproof or something. Yeah, that really happens a lot in movies, <laughs> yeah. and I always forget that it happens in movies. And then when it happens, I really enjoy having it, having it happen. <laughs> Where are the people finding you this weekend, Garrett? Um, I'll be at uh, Dr. Grin's all weekend with Chad Daniels. He is headlining. Oh, Chad Daniels. Josh Ortega is featuring. It'll be a super, super duper fun weekend. I love both those guys very much. And I just saw someone walking out of a room that looked like he was carrying a toddler over his back. That was very strange. (laughs) Um, but yeah, very excited for that weekend. And then uh, also, this is a big announcement, guys. Um, my album, Bullet Biter, the MC Sessions, is finally done, officially done. I have submitted it, and uh, hopefully pre-sales will be available next Friday. I put one track up, and um, <clears throat> there's a new track going to be up 
tomorrow so you can check that out on all my social medias, guys. Okay, bye. Uh, I just got one show this weekend. You can find me at the Laugh Lounge in Roseville, Michigan. Uh, show is at t- 10 p.m. Late show, apparently. Um, so, yeah, if you're in Roseville over on the east side of the state, come on into the Laugh Lounge. Uh, lounge a little bit, laugh a lot, stay up late. I don't have an album coming out. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elziga. And, and that, that was, was good. good.